You are listening to the Show Up Society podcast. If you want to feel better about the way you show up in the world, you're in the exact right place. I'm your host, certified life coach, Tammy Bennett, and I'm here to help you stop giving a poop about what others think so you can make confident decisions. Your whole outlook on goals will change too. You'll see they can be fun, doable, and full of celebration, not something to be afraid of failing. And speaking of fears, I'll help you work through all of yours so you can take more action. You're already a badass in my book. And if you want to learn how to create the life you want, then get your buns in here and let's go. Hey friend, welcome to episode 172 of the Show Up Society podcast. Today's episode is called Start Showing Up by Showing You. And I'm getting vulnerable and real and raw with you today. I have been feeling distant from a lot of parts of my business lately. I've not wanted to show up online. I haven't sent out a newsletter in so many weeks. I've barely posted on Instagram. I'm not pitching myself to even half as many podcasts or summits or speaking engagements as usual. And because I've been showing up less, I've had much less interaction with you and the people in my social media audience than usual. And I have missed you so much. And I've wanted to get back into the things I've loved doing in the past, but I've been struggling quite a bit. So something happened recently, and it became super clear to me how blocked I've been and the true cause of it. And like I love to tell my clients, once you discover why you are blocked and not showing up, you can find a way to clear that blockage and to keep going and to keep showing up. So let's talk about why I haven't wanted to show up as much. And you've heard about some of this if you've listened to some of my recent episodes, but I don't think I've really explained it in a way that felt complete to me. I feel like I was guarding how I was talking about it and trying to keep it really surface level. But as it turns out, that way of talking about things doesn't really work for me. So like almost every single other human on the planet, I've really been struggling with my body, specifically with my body image, but even more specifically with getting myself to take more action to show my body love and care. And as you've probably heard, if you've been around here lately, I am in perimenopause and my body is going through some stuff. For me, the symptoms that I'm really struggling with are very low energy, major increase in body size, especially an increase in body fat. I also have a lot of joint pain and I've been struggling hard with increased anxiety, depression, and insomnia. So all of those are just symptoms. They're just circumstances. I don't have to make them a problem. They're just physical changes in my body, many of which I have no control over, right? But my brain has been a real jerk about some of these. My brain is making it mean that I'm doing it wrong, that I'm not doing enough. My brain is telling me that I'm not handling it as well as other people, and therefore I should feel shame. My brain is saying that I am no longer an athlete, My brain is telling me that if I can't figure out my own body, how can I coach people, especially athletes? How can I coach my clients to love their bodies? And yep, I have been feeling the shame, people. I've shied away from the camera and I've shied away from a lot of things. So this is a complicated subject because I'm a firm believer that bodies come in all shapes and sizes and colors and abilities and all bodies are to be celebrated. And we also live in a society and a culture that bombards us with messages that our bodies are too fat or too thin or too curvy or too muscular or too pale or too dark or too hairy or not hairy enough. I could go on and on about these messages, but we get them from every direction at all times that our bodies aren't right. 
So I do not for one second blame my brain for having thoughts that my body isn't the right size or shape or functionality. All of us humans have brains that are going to listen to the social programming and tell us that we're not doing it right or that we don't look right. But we do not have to believe the things that our brain and society tells us. We get to choose other thoughts that feel more useful and make us feel better. So I've chosen not to believe those things that my brain has been saying. And because of all the mindset tools that I have in my pocket, I know how to bring myself back to love, an unconditional, violent love for myself. And I just say violent in a way that I mean like I am just like fervent about it. And I've been doing that every single day, multiple times a day. I have been waging a war with myself, inside myself, against myself, for myself. And most days I'm winning. The vast majority of days I'm winning. And by winning, I mean that I am loving myself ruthlessly and I'm not allowing the hateful self-talk. I wanted to tell you kind of a funny but also really sad story about this. So I've been going through this whole body image thing and perimenopause thing for a while. So back in September or October of 2022, I did a 30 days of fitness dancing project. So each day I did a silly fitness dance and I posted it to Instagram in celebration of bodies, no matter their shape, size, or ability. I wanted to bring myself back to fun and exercise and movement and body appreciation. It was one of the best things I've ever done. I talk about it on episode 149 of this podcast if you're interested. And you can go to Instagram at my account at Show Up Society and scroll back until you get to September, October, and you'll be able to see the videos of that. They were super fun, and I think you'll enjoy them a lot. So earlier this month, I was feeling like in that rut again, where I was feeling like kind of ashamed and wanting to hide. And so I thought, hey, I'll try to do the fitness dance again. That worked for me in September or October. I can do it now. Let's see what happens. So I turned on the music. I got out some weights. I got on a fun outfit and I tried to dance. And OMG, it was not a fun moment at all. I got a hot flash immediately. I turned bright red. I got super sweaty. My I, like my hair was like all sweaty and in my face and my knees freaked out. They just were in so much pain. So I slumped over in my chair and I just like laugh cried. It was painful both physically and emotionally. And it was a really low moment, but it only lasted a few dark minutes. And then I went for a walk and I appreciated what I do have and what my body can do. And I do have so much. So I still don't love how I look most days because my body feels extremely foreign to me. At least 90% of my clothes do not fit me. Yes, I've bought new clothes in bigger sizes. And yeah, those clothes don't fit me either. I have had significant and steady increase in body size over the last year, so much so that my doctor is even like raising her eyebrows like what's going on here. So part of my identity is altered. I literally do double takes when I look in the mirror or when I see my reflection in a car window because I don't recognize my own face. I have trouble running three miles and that feels like a violent jab to my sense of self. I have been running for almost 40 years. It's who I am. It's a part of my makeup. It's just a part of me. And to be at a place where I struggle to even complete a three mile run, I don't even know which way is up. It is so foreign to me and it is really hard. And yet, and yet, I still come back to love for myself and my body over and over and over and over and over. I choose to love myself and to stop the trash talking. 
So this is really important, but you can love yourself wholly and at that same time, not be in love with your appearance. So the way I think about it is my appearance is just such a small part of who I am and what I have to offer this world. So I have been spending massive amounts of time and energy bringing myself out of shame and you know, anger and frustration and disgust for my body and into love for myself. And I'm so proud of this. I am so proud that because I'm doing this work on myself, it has helped me show up for the people in my life. So it helped me show up for my daughters. And I was able to enjoy a trip to New York City to watch them run in the national championship for indoor track, even though I only had a very few pieces of clothes to bring with me that actually fit me. It's the lightest I have ever packed for a trip because I didn't have anything else. But because I was able to bring myself back to love for me, I was able to show up in that moment and just be celebrating them and not worried about how I looked or what clothes fit or any of that stuff. I got out of my head and into the moment. This work has helped me show up uh, with Chris and our romantic life. It has helped me show up for my clients. I have a full roster of clients and I've been showing up powerfully with them with so much love. And I've helped a lot of my clients with body image issues. And how can I do that when I'm struggling myself? Well, I can help them because I know exactly what they're going through and I know what helps me. So I see it as I am the perfect person to help them with these issues. But I have to say, because I have used so much energy in bringing myself out of shame and back into love so that I can show up with love for my clients and show up with love for the other people in my life, I haven't had much energy left to do anything else. I haven't taught any month-long group coaching programs, which by this time in the year last year, I had taught a couple. And I really love those and I really miss those, but I just haven't had the energy to get those up and going. So I am postponing Bester Runner Ever until later in the year. That's one of the programs that I love doing, and I do it alongside my husband. But we are just going to postpone that for a little bit. I haven't been showing up the way I want to show up online. I like posting frequently. I like going live on Instagram. I like posting stories on Instagram. And I miss it so much, but I haven't had the energy. I haven't had any energy left over to show up in those ways. I've just been blocked. But I want to share a really important story with you about how I realized how blocked I was and how I realized what I needed to do to get unblocked. I realized how much I wasn't showing up for myself and I realized what I need to do to start showing up again. So in the last week or so, I was on a client call and she was telling me that she is afraid of running or doesn't really enjoy it because she sometimes pees herself a little bit while she's running. So I blurted out, oh, that's kind of common. And I've even shit my pants while I was on a run. And she like looked a little bit aghast. And she was like, well, hopefully I don't go that far. And it was in that moment that I realized like, oh, Tammy, that was another classic moment of you sharing too much information. So I do tend to do that in social situations. It's a thing. I also cry a lot in social situations. So I'm just like actually a joy to be around. But in that moment, after I was like, oh, that was too much information. Maybe this client wasn't ready for that. In that next moment, I felt a lightness, a lifting. I felt a sense of freedom. And that may sound weird, but hear me out. Stay with me. So after I got off the session with her, I went over to my whiteboard and I wrote down on my whiteboard that I had just told a client that I pooed myself and I shared that image on Instagram. So not only did I give too much information to my client, but then I went and shared that information with the world on Instagram. And I felt even a few more percent lighter. 
And I was reminded of what I've always known, that by sharing your struggles or your embarrassing bits, you can set yourself free and you can unblock yourself and you can start showing up again. So I knew in that moment, when that sense of lightness came over me, I knew in that moment that I wanted to share this bigger struggle of mine with you, the struggle that I've been having with my body and with perimenopause. I knew that I had been feeling blocked because I had a part of me that I wanted to hide. There was a part of me that I didn't want to show you guys online, a part of me that I was a little bit ashamed of. So I've been keeping myself from connecting with you because of that part that I was trying to hide. So here I am sharing my dark part, sharing my struggle. And maybe you'll still love me. Maybe you'll leave. Either way, it's all good because I'm over here giving myself a big fat hug. But friends, I want you to know this. Sharing you will set you free. You don't have to share it with the whole world. You don't have to share it on Instagram or Facebook or on a public forum. Maybe you just want to share your story or your little dark part, that part of you that you've been wanting to hide. Maybe you just share that with one safe person. But owning your weird bits will set you free. I did a whole podcast about that too, episode 157, if you want to go listen. And I am not saying that you have to go tell stories about poo. I'm not saying you have to embarrass yourself. You don't have to tell your dirtiest, darkest secrets. But what I am saying is that things that you're scared of saying out loud can set you free. They can help you connect with others. So after I posted that poo message on Instagram, I got so many messages in my DMs and emails and everywhere of people laughing with me, sharing their own bathroom stories, and so on. And just so you know, if you are not a runner, peeing yourself or pooing on a run is not that uncommon. There have been a lot of famous runners, a lot of instances of people that while they're running, they just really have to go to the bathroom and sometimes they can't make it to a bathroom in time. So this isn't like some weird, totally unheard of thing. Yes, it is weird, but like, you know, it's not, I'm not the only one in the world. I didn't get a single troll message Maybe I had some unsubscribers. I have no idea because I don't count those and I don't really keep track of those. But the way I think about it is if you don't love me for me, even all my weird bits, then I'll give you a hug on your way out the door as you go find somebody else to be around. The next day after that poo post, I was teaching a workshop inside of a creative community and someone asked about, well, what if I share parts about my work that are so cool to me but other people may find them nerdy or weird. And I was like, oh, those, those are the things you need to post online. Those are the things that set you apart from every other maker out there. Those are the things that will have your people fall even more in love with you and your work. Those are the things that will give people permission to nerd out with you. Go share those. I'll give you another example of how sharing your weird bits can actually help you connect with people and have a truer relationship and help you show up in the world. So I have a client who's dating and she decided to come in to her newest relationship by being completely herself, even showing parts of of herself that she usually keeps hidden. So on one of her dates, they had dinner at her house and she showed her date how she likes to load the dishwasher in her very particular way. And she was like, I just wanted to show him everything. Here's how I like to load the dishwasher. This is what it looks like. This is what I do. And she was like, and if he was weirded out by my like particularness, then he's not the person for me. And he was there for it, by the way. He was all about it. He was like, all right, got you. That's how we're going to load the dishwasher. On another night, she had a tough conversation with him that could potentially throw him off. 
but it didn't. And she feels like she is on cloud nine right now because she is showing up to this relationship and showing the bits of her that she hasn't wanted to show in the past. And lo and behold, she has found a person who is there for it. He is so there for her in being herself. And that brings me to a really good point that I want to say about all of this. When you are showing up as you, you will find your people. You may also turn away some people, but they're not your people. Cool. Now there's more space in the room for your people to enter. So the way I like to think about it is I imagine that I am at a book signing and I'm signing my book about my life where I've just told people about who I am and what I'm about. And I've shared some embarrassing little bits too. And there might be some people in line that wanted me to sign the book, but then they read a page and they're like, oh, she's a little too weird for me. And they leave. They're not my people. But what's great about it is when they leave that line, now somebody who is my person, who wants to connect with me, who appreciates my story, now they get to get in line and come connect with me. So I'm appreciative to those who don't want me to sign their book. They don't want to connect with me. I appreciate that they're moving out of the way so that my people can come into the room. So if you find yourself blocked or stuck or unable to take action, you're not showing up the way you want to. I want you to just ask yourself, is there something I'm afraid for people to see here? And then see if you can create safety for yourself to show that part of you. Because I promise when you do, you will make deeper connections with your people. You will find this freedom that you're not spending energy trying to hide yourself anymore. You can go use that energy on connecting with the people who love you. And let me give you a little hint about how you can find that safety for yourself to show that side of you. You give yourself safety by promising to love you, all of you, even the weird, nerdy, quirky, ugly bits, because if you can love yourself fully, you will feel safer to let others see you. So all of this talk about showing up fully and sharing things that feel scary has made me want to do a group program called Month of Dares. I actually did a survey in the past year about some topics that people maybe would be interested in. And I was kind of giving, I gave like this whole list of topics, like what would you be interested in taking a class from me? And month of dares was either the highest or the second highest topic that people chose of something that they would want to take part in with me. So I'm thinking of doing it in May, it would be a month of fun, lighthearted dares where we just shake the rest off and we help expand our comfort zones and we do it with each other with a really great supportive group and I'll be there to coach you and support you and we will laugh together and love each other so hard. So I haven't totally decided if I'm going to do it yet, but listen to next week's episode, the one that's going to come out on, what is that, April 19th, I think. And if I decide to do it, you'll get all the details in that podcast. And also, if you are on my newsletter list, you will get details too. I think it's going to be really fun. And um, I hope that I get my act together enough to make it happen. So I'm just going to leave you with this kind of takeaway. Look around your life. If there is a place where you are not showing up the way you want to be showing up, check in, see if there's a part of you that you're hiding. Is there a part of you that you are denying? Is there a part of you that you are keeping in the dark? Is there a part of you that makes you feel ashamed or not enough? And I want you to see what happens if you choose to love yourself fervently because of that part of you. So for me, it's like, oh yeah, Tammy, you're not always happy with how your body looks. I love you so hard. 
I love you because you're struggling with that because you're human and you're admitting it. So see what happens if you choose to love yourself fervently because of that part of you. And then see what happens if you share it. If you tell somebody, like I said earlier, you don't have to tell the whole world. Maybe just tell one safe person, set yourself free, love yourself first, share the parts of you with the world and set yourself free. You will get unblocked, unclogged. You'll feel this freedom, this burst of energy to go show up in the world and start connecting with your people because you're not spending that energy hiding who you are and putting parts of you into the dark. Set yourself free. Start showing up by showing you. All right. Thank you, friend. I will see you next week. Thank you so much for showing up to this episode of the Show Up Society podcast. Now go out there and show up for yourself. Friend, if you liked this podcast and you want help applying it to your life so you can do more of what you want, you'll love working with me one-on-one for six months. I help you with strategy and mindset so you can figure out what you want, make an action plan, and I'll help you get unstuck all along the way. If you're a creative business owner, be prepared to make more sales. Go to showupsociety.com forward slash consult to set up a consultation call to see if we are a good fit. I can't wait to help you put more of you into this world. Oh, hey, loyal podcast listener. Thank you for being here all the way through to the end. If you love this episode, I would appreciate it so much if you would share it with someone that you love. Thank you and keep being you.